Welcome to the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. Um, 90% of my information is in my opinion. And uh, other information comes off the Internet. Um, I'm going to stick with my same format. I'm going to highlight one offensive player, one defensive player. Um, I got a recruiting um, update and the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinators did interviews yesterday. Today is uh, December 17th, 2019. And also I have my most memorable live Florida State game. So today I wanted to start with James Blackman. Um, and I just wanted to give my thoughts on him first. Um, he needs to add weight. Um, I think he's like 180 pounds. Uh, he needs to get bigger and stronger. I mean, that's obvious. I probably say that for every player that I spotlight, but definitely this guy. Um, NFL arm. He can make all the throws. Tremendous arm strength. Um, accuracy needs work, uh, needs to work on touch passing, um, needs to work on, um, short to mid, mid range throws, but he physically, he can make all the throws. It's just sometimes they're inaccurate, um, processes information too slow. Um, uh, you guys are fans. I'm a fan. You see that this guy holds onto the ball and pump fakes, and it leads to sacks. Um, he just needs to study more film. He needs to, um, you know, just process the information faster. And, you know, that's through practice, but I don't know if that's really helping him. So... I, I don't know if this new guy Dillingham is like a quarterback's guru or something, but that's one area of James, Black, James Blackman's game that he needs to improve on. Um, he needs to stay at Florida State. He's not ready for the pros yet. Um, he he is he's kind of immature right now with his temperament. And just being too emotional on the uh, sidelines. I just don't feel like he's ready to go pro yet. Um, he, If he does choose to go pro, I have him going undrafted. Um, usually I try to, and I probably haven't done it on these episodes that I can remember. I just try to compare like, you know, the guy that I'm spotlighting to a pro player. And I, I just think the closest that I could probably get to him in terms of his uh, statuesque, uh, uh, you know, game in, the, uh, in, in football as far as a quarterback is probably Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers, tremendous arm. Can't, couldn't he, I mean, he's got like, you know, two-ton center blocks tied around his ankles he can't he has no mobility but he has a tremendous arm but philip rivers has good accuracy sometimes 
And that that would be the guy that I would compare him to. I think if he stays two more years, puts in tremendous work, that he could be maybe a fourth or fifth round pick. I mean, um, but to his defense, though, to his defense, he had an okay freshman year. And then the offensive line uh, last year and this year just, you know, non-existent. Um, when your best offensive lineman is a true freshman, that's a problem. So next I'm going to move on to Joshua Kando. Um, great NFL size. Good pass rushing techniques. Disappears in games, has a big upside. If he can focus and put forth max effort every play, um, he could he could potentially be a first round pick. I mean, you I've seen flashes of this guy looking like Julius Peppers out there, and that's the guy that I'm uh, comparing him to. He's a poor man's Julius Peppers when he when when the mind and the heart. <laughs> And everything is lined up. This guy, he's unblockable. But you you very rarely see it. Um, he was injured during the Virginia game. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the Virginia game. Um, so his status is unknown for uh, 2020. Um, I hope he, I hope he can come back and be a force. Um, like I said, I feel like he is a tremendous talent. Um, they had him at outside linebacker, and he was actually playing pretty well, but that's not his position. He's a 4-3 defensive end, and if, if I believe that's the scheme that uh, the defensive coordinator, Fuller, is going to run. He's going to be multiple. So if you can have Joshua Kando coming off the edge, that would be tremendous. Um, I have this guy, um, I think if he can put it all together and come back from this injury, he could be a third-round pick. You know, like I said, great size, um, but it's just the motivation. It's the motivation there. That's the question. Because like I said, sometimes he disappears in games. Um My most memorable Florida State game live in person was uh, Florida State versus Clemson in 1997. Uh, Peter Warwick Warwick had a career day. He had uh, like 372 all-purpose yards. I mean, he just took over the game, man. Um, You know, (laughs) uh, it's crazy because, like, you're at the stadium in Clemson, and and every time it was a back and forth game, and it was crazy. The student section, their version of the uh, tomahawk chop is like they put up their middle finger and do the chop. It was crazy, um, but like I give Clemson props. Their stadium is a great place to watch a game. Um, it was a great atmosphere. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the uh, 
the the just the uh and, and the uh just the overall atmosphere of the game was great, man. Just you know, I wish everybody could have seen Peter Ward play, man. He was just a tremendous talent. Um so moving on from that, um I wanted to touch on recruiting a little bit. Um like I've said in previous episodes, I don't feel like this program is in a place where they can turn away offensive line commits and QB commits. Um, watch the uh, I watched the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator interviews yesterday, and you know Dillingham said that his that the offense was adjustable to any type of quarterback. So my my again my thinking is. Why no Jeff Sims? I know I've been on Jeff Sims for the last four or five episodes. I just felt like, um, you know, you just come in and let the guy compete, man. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I mean, maybe I my thinking is maybe they wanted to use that scholarship on somebody else. I guess that was the thinking. Um, so... My next recruit was uh, Alex, if I say his name right, at Cavage. Offensive lineman, 6'5", 300 pounds. I mean, I watched a little bit of film on him on YouTube. Um, seems like a pretty good offensive lineman. Um, I wish somebody would have asked, you know, uh, Dillingham, why did you turn that guy away? Nobody asked that. Um, you know. I, unless you got some JUCO recruits coming in, man, for the offensive line, I just don't see how it's advantageous to this football team to turn away recruits. Um, overall, this weekend, from what I read on the Internet and from what I saw on YouTube, I give it a B plus. I think any time that you can come in as as a as a head coach in one week, do what Norvell has done, I mean, that's – that's that speaks volumes. So I give them a B plus. Um, but needless to say, if we suck at uh, any position on the offensive line or at quarterback, I will remind <laughs> everybody of uh, this past weekend. Um, you know, I can't wait till um, Wednesday to see who else signs. Um just from the information that I read and the videos that I seen, the recruits seem very positive after this weekend. Hopefully, hopefully this can carry over to signing day. Um, the uh, you had a couple of guys that have left the program to focus on their NFL careers. Um, Dontavious Jackson, I think he's got a chance, um, but he has to totally rededicate himself. Um, Alex Hornibrook. <laughs> I, I don't even want to take a shot at the guy, but you're you're not an NFL quarterback. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and and and, and just disrespect the guy, but I just think that he he's not an NFL quarterback. Uh, Jawan Williams left the team. Also, you're not and you're not an NFL lineman. I mean, if you can't block, <laughs> you 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 couldn't even block Alabama State, man. 
he was struggling against pass rushers from Alabama State. And you think you're going to go undrafted. Now, I, I hope you make it. I hope you prove me wrong. I hope I, you know, eat my own words. But I, I just, I watched every game this year and I, that you played in, and I was not impressed in any game. Um, so... The uh, I got a couple of different guys later on this week that I'm going to spotlight. Um, Levante Taylor, Janoris Robinson, um, Dante Lucas. Just giving you guys a little preview for later episodes. Um, also, I wanted to campaign for Terrell Buckley, as I have in other episodes, to get the defensive backs job. I, you know, I think this this would be a no-brainer. He's a tremendous DB's coach. If not one of the if not the best in the nation, one of the best. Um So I would hope that whoever if somebody's listening to this that has any connection to Mike Norvell, please advise him that Terrell Buckley would be a tremendous get for this program. Um, we need pass rushers. We need linebackers. We need running backs. Um, I think every position is a point of interest for this head coach and the coaching staff. Um, my impressions of the uh, offensive and defensive coordinators, um, they seem like very intelligent guys. I mean, um, they're on the same page with the head coach. And going back to the previous staff, it just didn't seem like, you know, <clears throat> I don't even think I don't even think Willie Taggart was trying to get on the same page with with his uh coordinators. I mean, historically you bring in a guy that runs a four two five, but then you make him switch to a odd front three four. And you know, it's it's just weird to me. Okay, Kendall Browse has a reputation for running his offense. But you won't let him run it. You're constantly uh, interjecting into play calls because you're the head coach. I mean, if you're going to bring a guy in and pay him a million dollars, let him run his offense. Stay out of his way. So, you know, I, I don't want to harp on Willie Taggart anymore. But, you know, I'm, it's just glad to see that from the head coach to coordinators, they're all on the same page. So I think that. Uh, continuity can only be infectious when it's coaching in games. They're all on the same page. So, um, once again, thank you for all the support for my podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, YouTube, subscribe, hit the notifications button, uh, like or dislike my videos. I really appreciate the attention. Um, Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. Spotify, rate, review, subscribe. And Google, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you for listening and go Noles.